We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include mature themes. The world is a weird and wild place, but even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man, but the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in, searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary. I think of the, the glades of Feywilds and I put my hands on the door. Mm-hmm. Do I feel it change? Yep. Just slowly, with your eyes closed there. Talia, for funsies, make a perception check. 18. You actually see a subtle change in the door. Ooh. It goes from just being a fairly new looking plain wooden door. I mean, you notice the wood darken and warp slightly in places. It's smoothing out almost to a point where it looks like it's made out of refined driftwood. The edges all becoming kind of just rounded with age. And I push it open. I'm right behind her. Yep, and... It opens up in the cool autumn air. Are we in... Is it the glade? It is the glade. Door shut behind us? Yep. You alright? Of course. Don't lie to me. No, I live again. Is that the problem? I nod. Alright. I finally open my eyes. Sorry. You can, you can wait outside if you need to. Of course not. Just let me pull you back. What do you mean? Just in case. Alright? Yes, of course. The moon is high above and is full. God, that must get warm as all hell. I'm staring at it. I'm looking around. Do I see anybody? Make a perception check. 17. 17. So I don't know how I get to 17 when I'm just staring at the moon. Yeah, I got 17 too. 17? Okay. But I'm actively looking around. Mm-hmm. You don't see anybody at the moment. Can I smell? Make another perception check. I look towards the tree. Okay. Do I see, and I look up towards the top. Do I see anything above it? Uh, another perception check. I got 19 to smell. Okay. 20. You get a good whiff full of autumn air around you. It's like what Celine smells like. Yeah. You're also able to catch the scent on the air of something else nearby. It's it's still the same scent, but it's like a concentrated dose of it. 
Celine, mm-hmm. looking up above the tree, you almost don't catch it. In the shadow created by the moonlight, you almost mistake it just for more branches, but up through the branches of the tree, up and above, you see a tower. Where's that concentrated saucer smile? Currently behind the tree, the the big tree. Mm-hmm. I do that smart ass thing where I cock my hip, cross my arms, and I just stare at it. So you're gonna be an adult or what? Just giving you a moment to enjoy the cool night air. Roll my eyes. He kind of pushes himself off from the side of the tree and walks around and lounges in the throne in the roots of the tree. What are you doing? I kind of like step slightly in front of her, but not enough. Kind of step back a little. Yeah, not much to, not like too obvious. Like I am in front of her, Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Just kind of like indicating that I'm the one that wanted to come here in the first place. It has been a little bit of time, Mrs. Gray. Well, I tend not to need too much. Hmm. However, I have a bit of a problem. Is that so? Want to take a guess? How's about you just tell me? What fun is that? Well, I happen to know that you have something. I have many things. I'm sure. How about a soul? Got some of those too. What do you want for one of them? Leans back in his chair. Now, what would you be wanting with a soul? Mostly, I want to give it back to her. Considering how the deal you gave her was stupid in the beginning. I gave her exactly what she asked for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the company line and all that. Save it. What do you want for it? Perhaps an equal exchange. Somebody else's soul? One soul is different than another. One soul does not equal another. Alright. Ten souls. You want ten souls for one? Seriously? I want ten souls for the soul that you want. Well, if you 40 second, I could loan you. I got a really big 40 second. See, the thing is, to trade a soul, you must have it. So you must either find a way to lay claim to theirs, or find a way to make them Allow me to claim it. No. I'm sorry? No. I believe my deal here was with Mrs. Gray. I'm not making a deal, I'm just asking. I know. I learned my lesson. Once was enough. This is an exchange. I didn't say I was making it either. I was just curious. More figuring out how more complicated this is going to get. So that's it. That's all I needed. Just price shopping. Unless there was something you needed. May have some time. Oh, I know. Still got the mark and all. Anyway, find out what we needed. You ready to go on? Yes. You have a lovely evening. You sure you're ready to go, Mrs. Argent? 
Why wouldn't I be? You've done nothing but stare down this entire time. You're trying not to look at something. They look up and look directly at him. Is there something you want? I got it already. 21. I roll a three. <laughs> Is he lying? Plus 10. He's not lying. He can't lie. Because he can't. He got what he wanted. Doesn't mean there isn't something else he wants. You know, every time I come here, you point out how I could stay. And you could. You're starting to sound quite insistent on it. Am I? Yes. So the real question is, what's it to you? We are of a kind. I'm sure there are others that are of our same kind. You have implied as much. There are others. But none of the Autumn Fae. Of the dozen or so fae blood that exist on the material plane. It was you that first opened the door. You know, speaking of doors, how well are you guarding those? Now what business of that is yours? It isn't so much of my business as it is your particular problem. We got a town that can't be entered and might as well have been rushed off the face of the map. We got children disappearing up north. How well are you guarding your doors, broker? Just fine. So, you're not. I've managed to keep the doors out of the attention of most of my peers. However, not so much against some of the lower forms. So some things slip through. It is of no consequence to me. Of course not. You're not the one that has to deal with it. Well, that answers a lot of questions. Thanks. Dinner might be getting cold, darling. You ready to head back? Yes, of course. I take your hand. And I'll pull it back. Again, you have a... evening. Mind that mark, Mrs. Gray. I'll be calling on it soon. Well, don't worry. It burns daily. And you know who you will have to answer up to. Okay. Hey, we head out. Alright. <sighs> Shuts the door behind us. Well, that was annoying. Yes. You alright? Of course. You sure? Of course. Uh, Everything alright? Yep. Fuck is gonna make things complicated. You at least get some questions answered? A few. He wants ten souls for the one, which is just bad math, in my opinion. Which means we're going to have to find an alternative way to do it. I don't know how. Mm. But we're going to have to come up with something. What did you get out of that, hon? There was a tower behind the tree. A tower? Yes. And? I saw it in a dream. And I was... flying. Anyway. 
Now we're gonna have to find another way to get Raven's soul back. And I don't know how much time she's got left. What time is it in game? It's late. It's, yeah, it's late. It's like after midnight. I'm very tired. I, I'm going to go to sleep. Alright, get some rest done. And I go upstairs. Okay. I think I'm gonna run real fast. Okay. You, you're going to run? I'm gonna run. Okay, so I try to go to sleep. Okay. I can't sleep because I just uh, because gestures broadly to everything. <laughs> yeah. I slip out of bed. And I go over to the door of our bedroom. And I put my hand on it and think of the blade. Do mm-hmm. I feel it? Mm-hmm. And I just lean my forehead against the wood. Cool autumn air seeps through the door. I just stand there for a good ten minutes. Then I back away from it. And I take out my cards. I'm so confused, Undertaker. I feel so lost. I feel like there are so many things that I desire, but I cannot see which of them I actually want. I need your guidance. The Ten of Wands. Burden, responsibility, hard work, stress, achievement. Ten of Wands is the completion of a cycle, and thus, with the Ten of Wands, you have reached the end of the service of Wands, right? Yeah. This card can also mean you have been—you are being oppressed by outside sources. You are overworked, overtired, and overstimulated. You have more on your plate than you can possibly handle, and you have taken too much up at this point in time. In effort to get to the finish line, you have found yourself overwhelmed with the extra responsibility and activity. You need to stop working so hard. If you cannot stop, then conserve energy and pace yourself. When you are overcommitted, everything becomes a strain. Oh, pentacles. Four pentacles here uh, generates both positive and negative perceptions. On the one hand, this card signifies that you have accomplished many of your goals and have attained a great material wealth in the process. However, mm-hmm. on, on the other hand, there is a risk that you will come to eval- to value only material wealth, thus becoming possessive and or greedy. Ensuring that no one takes away your wealth. Sometimes four of pentacles can indicate inflexible, an inflexible attitude that res, is resistant to change. You have already established a way of living that now works for you, so why change? Change appears to be a threat to your certainty, safety, and security, and may place you at risk of losing all that is important to you. Any suggestion of doing things differently is there or going to be met with resistance or fear? of how it will impact your personal sense of security. Thus, you're more likely to favor tradition and tried and true tested ways of doing things rather than taking risks. It indicates you need to control your environment. You want to be in charge and ensure that the world does not alter or change. As a result, you demand compliance and you insist on having things your way. You want to create order amidst the chaos to bring a state of calm and stability back into your life. However, the downside is that you cannot always have the things your way and you may prove to be too may prove to be too much for some, isolating yourself from friends and family. Ooh. The magician. Power, skill, action, concentration, resourcefulness. Typically appears in your reading at a time of life when you have the creative power and energy to create new life cycles for yourself. This card uh, you're inspired to apply skill and initiative to accomplish your goals. You have a strong desire to begin something new, a can a do act and go forth, a can do attitude. Uh, it indicates that you have the benefit from your creative forces, which shows that you are doing a great job pulling together all of your skills, resources, and tools that are available to you in order to bring the outcome that suits you. You are keeping a very pragmatic head. 
So you have the ability to do exactly what you need to do. This one means overwork, right? Mm -hmm. Overstimulation, too much going on, too many things, which is what I just said. Mm -hmm. This one means resistant to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that one means you have the ability to do everything that you need to do. I cannot see it, but if I have faith in you and you have faith in me, and I put my cards away and try again, try to go to sleep with mixed success. I'm running and shifting. Okay. The air outside is actually reminiscent of the Feywild right now. It's approaching autumn. Mm-hmm. So it's... It is actually technically early autumn. Mm-hmm. And the fading moon above you provides dim light to the surrounding countryside. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you guys are at currently, it's still pretty dusty in some areas, but there's low dry grass. Mm-hmm. And you're able to just run for stretches. That was an interesting face. Yeah. So as you're running, mm-hmm. you spot a tree. One of those? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I head over towards it. Mm-hmm. And it smells extra autumn over there, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Son of a bitch. Fun thing about that currents up north. Where is he? On the other side of the tree. Just leaning with his back against it. I'll come around and do that crossed arms cock tip thing. Uh-huh. Yeah? What's causing it is what you might call a pest. Something that has often tread where it ought not to. And so, it should be dealt with. This is not, by any means, one of the three. However, it would please me greatly should you eradicate the creature responsible. Please you enough to hand over a soul? One specifically that belongs in Crankshaft? Nods. It's in that sort of halfway. Eradicate the past. And I shall return to you the soul of one raven Crankshaft. I will eradicate the creature if upon eradication you immediately return Raven's soul to her in the exact condition before you took it. The smile widens to that unnatural learning. Learning the game. Stick around with a fae for so long. You learn their tricks. He nods. Upon eradication of the past, I shall return Raven Crankshaft's soul to her in the condition it was before I took it. Then consider the creature eradicated. We will take care of it. He reaches out his hand. Must you? There is such a thing as a gentleman's agreement. Oh, persuasion. (laughs) Um. Eight. I find such things are lacking in security measures. 
You got me once. Do you really need it again? Fine. I'll just hold on to Miss Crankshaft's soul. Don't do it, Talia. My wife's gonna kill me. Takes your hand. And again, you see the emerald snake come alive, rise off of his arm, wrap around yours, and pierce the pulse of venom into your veins. And now there are two additional marks. My wife is going to murder me. I can't drop my hand. Pleasure doing business with you, Mrs. Gray. I look forward to returning Miss Crankshaft's soul to her. In the exact same condition. Just so. What exactly do you need a soul for, anyway? Souls are good for all sorts of things. A bit like oil. That's a disturbing analogy. But an apt one. Is that what you took from Victoria Gresham? No. I haven't collected <laughs> on that one, have you? Victoria's deal is the kind that keeps on giving. I expect those marks on her arm will never go away. Another disturbing thought. What was so important about Raven's soul that you had to take it? Nothing important. Except ease of access. Can I be blunt with you? Sort of shrugs. Can you? You annoy me. You're irritating. But I don't dislike you. I dislike what you're doing to my wife. Which is annoying her. In the broadest sense of the term. So, while you sit there and say you cannot tell a lie, you don't always tell the truth. So what else do you want with her, exactly? Mrs. Gray... I never claimed to tell the truth. I know. You claimed you can't lie. I can't. And I have it on from multiple places that it doesn't mean that you're exactly telling the truth. So what else do you want from her that you keep dogging her heels? You mortals are just fascinating insects. <laughs> Tell me. If you ever came across a beetle that looked like it had the face of your Lord Mayor, wouldn't you want to stop and ponder it? I don't exactly know what our Lord Mayor looks like, so, no. But, I sort of get what you're getting at. The thing is, though, we're not insects. There are those of my kind that would rather step on you than speak with you. And they are certainly welcome to try. You, on the other hand, like putting a bunch of insects in mazes and watching them scurry around trying to figure things out. Shrugs. It is certainly more entertaining than the admittedly satisfying, but far too quickly over crunch under your boot. That doesn't get boring. Perhaps, once upon a time, it had lost its luster. But that was over a millennia ago. 
the world is new and currently I'm the only one on the playground. Let's see how that gets going. <laughs> well, it's getting late. What's up? Indeed it is. Late in the hour. I meant what I said, Mrs. Gray. I'll be calling in that mock soon. You're welcome to. A deal is a deal. Indeed it is. And I'm an insect of my word. <laughs> uh, well. Have a pleasant evening. I'll do my very best. One thing. You're either not telling the truth about seeing Selene as an insect, or that's exactly what you think when you look at her. Either way, you keep pushing, something's gonna break. I'm not quite sure you're gonna like the result. Perhaps. Perhaps not. You'd think it, all powerful beings would be smarter. <laughs> I head back to the door. Not all powerful, Mrs. Gray. Just powerful. At this point, you had started to walk away. Mm. So he's well over 50 yards away at this point. Yeah. You hear him like as if he's right next to you. And... All Faye fucking do that. <laughs> All of them. I'm convinced. <laughs> you see him turn and make a motion as if to open a door in midair. And the sky directly above him changes. Ooh. You see just like now, the land doesn't change at all, but in a narrow sliver directly above him, the sky seems to move and swing inward like a door. Ooh. And through it, you see what looks to be the night sky, except a sliver of the giant full moon is visible through it. And he steps through and it closes. The night sky returning to normal. It's moments like this, I wish I had a really nasty childish insult that I could throw at him as he leaves. But I'm an adult and I <laughs> can't think of any right now. But it does kind of dawn on me what I just did. Oh, God damn. You are in so much trouble. I am in so much fucking trouble. I can still see the moon, right? Like it's the, still the actual moon, yeah. You know, anytime you want to give us a hand. Not serious, but... Alright, I head back to the door. Hmm. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. Oh my God, I'm in so much trouble. You head back in, into the house as you get ready to head upstairs. James is kind of sitting awake on the couch. You still up? Heard you come in. I don't sleep heavily. Oh, sorry. It's all right. You out there for a while? Yeah, nightly run. Mm. Well, try to anyway. It's trying to connect, I suppose. That was what? What I've got left of what I am. Mixed results. Haven't mm. heard anything for a while. Mm. But what can you do? Yeah. Well, good night. Good night. Can I have a roll insight? Mm-hmm. 14. 
Uh, what do you... Did, was he actually, like, asleep and then woke up? You think so? I mean, yeah, he, he seems like the type who would be uh, always ready. <laughs> I would assume yeah. so, but I also... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, People yeah, lie. <laughs> yeah. Light sleeper. Okay. So, I head upstairs and go to sleep. Okay. Celine. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew this was coming. Ugh, I did me. <laughs> you find yourself in the house. You're standing in your bedroom, but there's no bed. Instead, there's just a giant wolf rug. Hmm. What color is it? It's gray. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> color makes it okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But Thanks. Just want to make sure it's not you. The bedroom door creaks open and cold autumn air wafts into the room. You find yourself kind of floating through the door. But you're not in the glade. You float down long corridors made of stone, lit irregularly by weak torchlight, ragged remains of what looked to have once been a beautifully designed rug that just stretches the entire length of the corridor. Cobwebs hang in windows, and dust coats everything, and then you float down until it opens up into a large dance hall. And the room is full of people. All in the most spectacular ball gowns and suits. The most exquisite forms of dress. Music is soft and sweet, and the dance smooth and flowing. And looking down upon this from a carved white stone throne is an old man. He sits with a powdered white wig upon his head and a silver crown. And he looks down upon the scene with a merry gleam in his eye. And he sees you and float into the room. And he smiles at you. Welcome! Welcome! Please, won't you join the dance? And he sort of holds out his hand, not in a handshake gesture, but in a, like... Welcoming. Yeah, welcoming. And then the scene starts to shift. His hand withers a bit, turning a rotten green. And it spreads up his arm and starts to like tinge into his face, tendrils of it reaching up from his neck. The room starts to crack, dust crumbling from the ceiling, and the dancers, as they continue, start to change their exquisite ball wear, becoming tattered and ragged, full of holes. The people becoming gaunt shadows of their former selves. The soft music becoming strained, but never losing tempo. Welcome, my child. Join the dance. And then you wake up. What time is it? Sunrise. You wake up with Talia next to you. I rub my face. 
does it mean? It was just a dream. And I nestle back down next to you and try to go back to sleep. Mm. Probably when I stopped to wake up. Mm -hmm. Hey, you like? I wish I was not. <laughs> no. Just a few minutes more, Talia. Alright. I'll wait about like 20 minutes. We should get up. We still got road to cover. Are you alright? I don't know anymore. What happened? Just a strange dream. Oh? And I kind of recount what went on. On the old guy? Yes. With a silver crown. Huh. It doesn't matter, it was just a dream. Alright. Well, we should get up. The pull up tighter. And kind of nestle my face into her shoulder. Just give me a moment to cherish the softness. Mm. Take what you need. I hold you for a few more minutes before I start to stare to get up. Okay. Get up, get dressed, make whatever food we got left. Pancakes. I can make pancakes. Mm -hmm. I have flour. And sugar. And sugar. So I'm assuming James woke wakes up. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Back on the road then. Yep. Back on the road. You got anything to tell me, Talia? Yep. <laughs> You're not going to yet? I'm waiting. <laughs> you want to prolong your life just a little bit more. I'm waiting until you're not looking so tired. Oh, I look exhausted. I know. I'm, that's why I'm waiting until you like perk up a little bit. <sighs> so like maybe midday or something. I won't look backed up by Zen either. I'm going to be tired all day. Okay, so we're on the road. <laughs> on our horses. Mm -hmm. So more day is faster. And, uh... You alright, Celine? Uh, it's just been a tiring life. <laughs> I hear that. Figured out a way to get Raven's soul back. Oh? Yep. Uh, thing up north, apparently, is uh, some type of fae. Oh. Yeah, we just gotta kill it. And wait, hold on. The thing up now says Raven's Soul. Uh, no, the broker has Raven's Soul. But uh, while I was running, I ran into him conveniently again, and uh, he indicated that killing the pest would uh, make him happy enough to give Raven's Soul back immediately. Exactly. Exactly the same way it was before he took it. I'm looking over at you like these words don't make sense. Um, I have positioned myself so that the side of my <laughs> hair that comes down like on the side of my uh -huh. face is like on the side that you're looking at, so you can't actually see most of my face. And I'm just hoping it's like leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's, it. That's all I need to explain. Is it? So, wait, he, he told you that... Yep. Well, what did... Wait a minute. Something doesn't seem right, though. Talia. And I, I'm... I get my brow is kind of... I'm looking over you, just kind of my brow furrow, just... And I stop early. No. No, Talia, no, please. We're still walking, so I can't hear you. Uh, when she pulled up her horse, James would have pulled up his. Oh, okay. We stopping? 
Yeah, probably should. Alright, I swing back around. Celine bursts into tears. Oh, Celine. She is on arrows and she is sobbing. I know. Oh, come on. Don't. And then pull Oli away from you. I lead him a couple of steps away. And then I dismount. What's going on? Nothing. I did something incredibly dumb. I got it. Uh, Selena has her face buried in Oli's mane. Kind of like you do when you're on the yeah, elevator. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ride ahead a bit and just find a good camping spot. Yeah, sorry. Um, I head over. I get off my horse and head over to you. Celine, don't touch me. After everything. After everything. How could you? All the times. All the times you told me. I cannot save everyone, that I should not feel responsible for everyone. This... This is something we would do in any way. And how does that make it better? It doesn't, and I'm sorry. She shakes her head. What was the deal? Upon eradication of the past, Raven Crankshaft's soul will be returned to her immediately in the condition it was before it was taken. The pest. Apparently that's what's up in dust down. According to him, we okay. have no idea what we are going to find up there, Talia. Whatever it is, it's taking kids. It needs to be dealt with. Which is what we were going to do anyway. It cannot be that simple and you know it. And now you have... Selene. What? I'm doing my best. There's enough goddamn problems in the world. But if I can fix at least one, I think it's worth trying. At what cost? What do you suggest then? Nothing. There is nothing to be done about it. What's done is done. I get it back on Leander and I ride ahead. I take a minute, but I follow. What time of day is it? About mid-afternoon. James is still... He's ahead of Celine continuing down the road. Yeah. You get, you get the fine. idea that he was just going to just keep going ahead. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... Is she going to let Talia catch up with her? Sure. That's a mean smile. What does she do when Talia does? Nothing. Keeps writing. Okay, that happens for like an hour before Talia finally is like, do we need to talk about it? What is there to talk about? Are you just gonna ignore me? I'm not ignoring you, I'm speaking with you. No, but you'll... You're upset about it. How far away from Castle Ridge? Forgot about another day. I don't know what you want me to say. 
I don't know what I want you to say either. What do you want? What do you want that I can do? I'm gonna go for that too. Nothing. Keep fighting. So you eventually, awkwardly, yeah, come to. I hate awkward. A campsite. To give you an idea of Celine's demeanor, her, her um, countenance, she has gone from being very stiff to just looking defeated. So, you end up finding a boulder to set the door against. Hmm. James is kind of like, um... I go straight to Jarrah's room. Oh, okay. They shut the door behind me. Never mind, that answers my question. What was the question? Well, I was going to ask who had the couch, but I forgot there was another bedroom. Yeah, well. Married life. It is what it is. My own damn fault. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, your commentary is not necessarily needed. Boss. Right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I got the catch then. Yep. Uh, there's still some food from yesterday left over. Much obliged. I'm gonna go run then. So. So, full of frustration and anger, let's run. Shifting at one point somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Yep. So you shift, continue the run. At this point, the moon is pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. It's just starry sky above you. As you run, just kind of reflecting over everything that's been happening, it's been a hell of a week, a month. Hell, it's been it's been a rough half a year, pretty much. Yeah, it has. Just everything swirling around. It's hard to feel anything except frustration. And so you keep running. Just trying to exhaust the frustration. Pretty much. You eventually start to become tired. The shift fading about 20 minutes into your run. Mm -hmm. And I imagine you start heading back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Celine. What? You doing anything? I'm probably crying. Okay. And and sleeping and crying some more and laying there staring at the ceilings feeling bereft and thinking about uh, the time on the train. The first deal that Talia made, how she pushed Celine's concerns aside. And then, um. And how she made the pact with Death Whisper without even talking to Celine about it. And now this. And Selina is starting to realize how very, very little she actually means to Tali. Tali, you eventually arrive back to the house. James is awake again on the couch and just kind of nods at you and turns over to go back to sleep. Um, I, I head upstairs and not gently on Jarrah's room. No answer. Try it. It's locked. <laughs> You're gonna try to pick the lock? Yeah. Alright. Sure. Uh, 18 plus 4. 
Yeah, you pick the lock. Okay. I'm asleep. Are you just on the covers or under? I'm under him. It looks in fact it looks like I piled a few more on. But I am here. Are you? Mm-hmm. I sure am. If you say so. I think Talia just goes over and brushes hair out of her face or some small little gesture like that. You see smears of eye makeup. I think that's all I do. Close the door, go downstairs, and uh, hang out with the horses. Okay. Are you sleeping? Mm-mm. You're going to be exhausted. Oh, okay. Let's hope we don't run into anything. Morning comes. Talia, you do suffer a point of exhaustion. That's just everything at disadvantage, right? Disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. I'm getting stuff ready to go and waiting for everybody else. I eventually come down. James is pretty much up and ready to go right away in the morning. What time do you head down? Pretty early, I think. Actually. Yeah. Get on. Like eight. Then as soon as everybody's ready, we can just head out. Okay. Celine says absolutely nothing. Kelly says what is necessary. As far as like, okay, ready to go and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But no small talk. The day progresses on. As you're nearing the crossroads, you see more people pass by you on the way on their way south mm-hmm. to Crankshaft. You actually would have seen a couple of people the day before as well, okay. but uh, even more people today. Just a couple of stagecoaches uh, and about like five different supply carts all making their way down south. Mm-hmm. You arrived Castle Ridge about the middle of the day. Okay. The small town, it's re- it's re- it really is a small town, uh, bustling with people going back and forth, stuff coming from the northeast, headed to the southwest and to the uh, right down south to Crankshaft. Carts also headed up north to bring supplies back up to places like Harnvel and Duskdown. Mm-hmm. It's just a lively little town. Yep. Is James just gonna head to Airpike? Pretty much. He kind of nods at both of you. I'm gonna check in with the DMP office here in town and then make my way directly to Ubendale and to Airpike. Alright. We're probably gonna figure out what we're gonna do, but we're heading north, so. Good luck. Thanks. You too. And kind of leads in closer to you. Good luck. Uh, well. Rad safe. You as well. He parts company. You gonna talk to me? What do you need to talk about? What we're doing? I said we were going to dust down. We are by what means. What means do you want to go? We have a possible court, which is going to require a lot of coordination. Or we ride. Whatever you want to do is fine. No, it's not. What do you mean? I have an opinion. Why, so you can dismiss it? If you want to be angry with me, that's fine. But there are lives on the line. I'm not angry with you. The hell you won't. I'm not. What are you? Lost. Then how do I fix it? What were you thinking? 
When he gripped your hand and you felt the bite of the snake, what was going through your mind? That I was an idiot. And yet you did it anyway. Why? I don't know if you get it. Try me. I took something. What is that supposed to mean? I took something from her and I wanted to give something back. From Raven. What did you take from her? I took her father. Thought the least I could do was give her back a soul. It was your father's time. And how the hell do you know that? Because that is how death works. That's how the Undertaker works. He told me that a thousand times. They come to him. Someone doesn't lead them to me. But I did. And saying sorry ain't enough. I just wanted... I just wanted to make it right. Blitz and Kleinshaft would have died one way or the other. He was sick, he was old, and it was his time. I told you you wouldn't get it. No, I get it. Do you? That is why I'm not angry. Do you trust me, Talia? How many times have we gone into battle? I didn't ask how many times you went into battle. I asked, do you trust me? Of course I trust you. We wouldn't go into firefights if I didn't. So why then? Why then? Why am I always second to something else? What the hell is that supposed to mean? I would do anything for you, Talia Gray. If it, if you were standing on one edge of a ravine and you beckoned me to come to you, and the only way to do that was to step off the other side, I would do it. If that was what you wanted. I would never ask that of you. In an instant, if it meant saving you, I would give myself up. Give yourself up to what? The first time that we encountered Zipoka, you all but begged him for a deal, even as I begged you not to. When you made the pact with the gun, to my horror, you told me I was being unreasonable. And now this. Without consulting me, without even speaking to me. Did it even matter? Would you even believe me? What do you want from me? I want to matter more to you than just an act of thought. Call me selfish if you must. It's not selfish. You matter more than anything in this world to me. <laughs> and yet... Anything that I might have felt was not nearly as important as... 
I matter more to you than anything in the world. Eh? Not as much as your pride, not as much of your as your absolution, and not as much as your revenge. You knew. You knew that's what I was doing when I was looking for the broker. You knew that was my goal. What a fool I was to think that perhaps I would be more important. What can I do to fix it? Prove to me. Prove to me that I really am the most important thing in your life. As you claim. And how would you like me to do that? You could start by actually believing it. Talk is cheap. Professions are worth nothing. Are you staying in here? I'm going to follow you. And I'm going to see this deal through as well. And what's your vote? If we can find the part, it might be quicker. Alright. If you want to head to the post office, I'll, sit, I'll see that asking around. Alright. And I leave and get on Ollie and go to the post office. Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time in our Discord server, so please feel free to stop in and say hello. Links are in the description and on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DMs and players' notes on characters, and access to Bonus Round, a limited, exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. Our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.